All right, everybody, welcome back to season one of The Lore, uh, episode three. I'm here with Mike of Hot Rod Tattoo Studios. How you doing today, Mike? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Uh, Mike owns Hot Rod Stu- uh, Hot Rod Tattoo Studios in Sanford, North Carolina, uh, off of 87 and Buffalo Lakes Road. Um, you want to tell us about your first tattoo or your first tattoo experience? My first tattoo I got, I was out of the service about a year and decided that I wanted to go ahead and take the plunge and, and get my first tattoo. Spending time in the Navy, us, you know, everybody was getting tattoos and I just I just wasn't feeling it, you know, I don't know why. Just it just some, wasn't something that appealed to me. But when I got out, you know, I just I wanted to get one and I got um, I got a pinup of just a, a pinup girl in a Navy hat. I remember when my um, growing up my dad had he had a couple tattoos, a pinup on each arm. My, my grandpa, he had a tattoo. They were both service members also. So I would just, I think I was just kind of continuing on the tradition of being in the military and and getting my first tattoo as a, of a pinup girl. That's pretty badass. So you said you're in the Navy. Um, you want to talk about that and your experience while you're in the Navy? Yeah, I spent four years in the Navy right out of, right out of high school. I really didn't have anywhere any direction or didn't really have any plans after high school but I saw all my friends making plans taking taking the um the SATs ACTs getting their college letters you know and and here I was I didn't know what I was going to do so I was pretty proud of my uh my dad and seeing him um I don't remember him being in the service but I remember seeing the pictures you know and it was just really cool to see See him in a uniform as uh, same with my grandpa so i just went ahead and i went took off school one day and um signed up and that was it yeah, I, had a, I had a plan that's common with most people they uh they relate to you know family members growing up and see your dad or granddad or mom or whatever and try to try to grow up to be that or you know at least at least make example of what they what you what you saw of them yeah it was a good time i i had a good experience i I had a good experience considering, you know, I had a couple bad commands that left a sour taste in my mouth. And um, looking back, I, I wish I would have stuck through it and just, you know, buckled down and, and stayed in, you know, but I got out after four years. And, you know, the first 10 years um, after being out, I struggled big time with employment, you know, and, and trying to nail down a job because the, what you learn in the military doesn't necessarily transfer over into the civilian world so it was a it was a struggle for about 10 years is that what made you want to open up hot rod or no I, I did um i was an electrician in the navy and when i got out i went right to work doing electrical work and i did that for another 20 years and it was about in 2005 2006 when the economy started crashing you know i was on job sites that just halted you know they just stopped midway through you know just packed up our tools and left you know and i kind of seen the transition happening it was like something was going on and at that time i was 35 and doing the math i still had 30 more years to go until retirement with the with the electrical union and i just didn't see myself doing that you know for another 30 years my body was getting beat up so i started looking for a way out and i found it in in art and was lucky enough to to land an apprenticeship from a couple guys and you know when um then i got hurt on the job site as an electrician and 
that was it. It was like, from then it was done. It was like, I made up my mind. That's what I was going to do. I was going to be like a tattoo artist. But the, the idea of the shop didn't come until years later. You know, it was, it was a good three, four years later after, um, you know, working in, in shops along the way, you know. Is there any, uh, like, early lessons learned that you had as, like, starting a starting a business and as a veteran that uh, maybe the tools that you, you picked up or pieces of advice that you could give to people that want to take that next step? So for me, when, when I decided to open the shop, I did it out of, um, out of revenge because I was let go by another shop. I was too young in the industry, the tattoo industry, to, to understand what's expected of you, the respect thing, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and appreciating the, the opportunities that you were given. Um, so that's, that was the whole reason why I decided to open the shop. Um, it wasn't until about six months later when I met Sarah that she turned my whole thinking around. You know, Sarah's my wife. Together, we own Hot Rod Tattoos now. So she helped me realize that there's a there's another side of owning the business, which is the business side, not just, you know, what I thought was doing the tattoos and um, people will come to you just because you do cool tattoos, but there's a whole other side to it, marketing and treating people good and all that, you know, and so together we make a good team because that's those are the core values that we've set in place you know creating relationships and maintaining those relationships and it, it stems i think from like the military background you know a lot of like motorcycle clubs and stuff um they they started from the the ideology of the brotherhood and sticking together yeah, and definitely. relationships you know so all that like just twines in together and and makes us successful in what we do. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> when you when you first started, did you use any of the uh, veteran opportunities or VA benefits like that? Or I didn't. I had some money saved, um, and I had a Harley, and I sold my bike, and I borrowed some money from a family member, and that's what started it. Um, I didn't know that there was any veteran benefits. I just, I was on a mission and I used all of my, my um, construction skills that I had learned over the past 20 years to build out the shop on my own. I had some help, some help from a couple friends, but besides that, I, I kind of built it on my own. Like the, the initial building part, the construction part, you know? Yeah. Yeah, nowadays there's, you know, there's so many different opportunities and grants and stuff that people can take advantage of that people don't even know that it exists, you know, and that's, yeah, something, that's something myself that I, I wish that I would have used or still want to try to use because there's a lot of opportunities out there that we as veterans just don't take advantage of. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of uh, different, uh, like loans, like VA loans, business loans that, that are available. I haven't looked into it. Um... We got some stuff going on, like in the works that we perhaps might dive into that and um, pursue that route. Yeah. But it's definitely um, take advantage of any veteran, any veteran benefits that you can. There's so many that a lot of people don't even realize. Oh yeah. And every state's different, which I don't know if you knew that. I did not. But yeah, every state has like kind of like their own benefits package according to the the budget that's set and allotted to to each state for veterans and veteran care and veteran health care and all that that's pretty cool yeah and like you were saying too about uh like 
you know, not, not burning the community or whatever when you initially started and uh, building those relations. And that's a big thing with like, that I, uh, <clears throat> I envy you and you and Sarah do with your social media marketing. I feel like that's a lot of, that's one f- spot that people fail to utilize. Cause I mean, social media is free, yep. you know, and po- as simple as posting a picture or just, you know, making yourself relevant and making your customers feel like they know you and, and getting on that platform is just such a, a, a big um, tool to use that people sometimes lack. Yeah, it's invaluable. And even even us, we, we could even do more. But it's, you know, as the day goes on, life happens and you're busy doing the tattoos to generate the income. Sometimes you forget about, oh, Facebook's there, or Instagram's there, you know, stop for like five minutes and make a post. People are going to see that. If, even if a few people see it and share it, that's that's people that, that didn't see you before, you know? Yeah, definitely. So we could be better about it. And every I think everybody could be better about it. And, um stay away from the negativity like always make positive posts that's that's what's going to separate you from the next guy yeah and i mean with with like with that with the community and stuff like that and and being positive you guys do a lot for the community and stay active um you guys have an event coming up here pretty soon right yep we have the autism event i think it's the fourth year it might even be the fifth year but um yeah, that's April 6th, where we're going to have, um, it's tattooed for autism for um, a lady that we had met. She has a couple, she has twins, twin autistic kids, and um, her name's Kara Thompson, and we met her four or five years ago, and, and we've created a pretty good relationship with that. <clears throat> we uh, we do the tattoos all day long. There's a vendor booth outside. There's a motorcycle um poker run that goes on there's food vendors there's entertainment for kids uh and all the money goes to autism autism speaks of carolina and we're we're pretty pretty lucky to have um sponsorship from our tattoo supply companies eternal tattoo supply always gives us the inks and needles every year so shout out to them um that that allows us to give more money to the event rather than having to pay for our needles and you know the supplies and um yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good big event. It's grown every year, and we're pretty pretty happy about it. And the tattoos that you do um, for the the actual autism tattoos are, I mean, priced like amazing that you can't even beat the deal to come in and get yeah, a tattoo. Fifty bucks, you get a tattoo, and it's they're autism themed. And each year we design new ones. This year we got um they're on the the tattoo for autism Facebook page. You can go on there and check them out. They're um I think there's like six this year, six or seven. But they're pretty cool. They um, they range traditional to black and gray to watercolor, all the popular designs that are trending right now, you know? That's pretty cool. All right, Mike. Well, uh, thanks for joining me today and uh, and talking to us about veteran entrepreneurs and giving, you know, hopefully people that are struggling right now to decide whether they want to get out of the military or even if they're out of the military, whether they want to work for somebody or take that plunge and do it themselves that they take something away from what we talked about today. Yeah, I would say if you are on the fence about starting your own business as a veteran, you know, all veterans, if not, well, most veterans, if not all of them have like a characteristic in them to never give up, you know? And I would say, if you're thinking about it, just do it, just pull the trigger and do it. Because if you don't, regret sucks. You know, I regret not staying in the military. Sometimes I think about it every day. I don't try not to dwell on it, but, um, 
it bothers me sometimes that I didn't. So don't let the thought of like, oh man, I should have done that and I should have done this. Just do it, man. And you know, you're going to succeed. Um, just, you know, align yourself with the, the right backup, you know, family, friends, community, and, and you'll be successful. Uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate it again. And uh, if you guys are ever in the Fort Bragg area, make sure you come up north of Bragg on 87 and check out Mike and Sarah at uh, Hot Rod Tattoo Studios in Sanford, North Carolina. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thanks a lot.